listening to the weekly podcast presented by the Lighthouse Midlothian. For more information, please visit us at www.dfwlighthouse.org. Thank you and God bless. Bibles to the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles, the Saints, the Holy Spirit, and we have been going through chapter 3, and I think we're finally to chapter 4, so go to the end of chapter 4. All right, so let's pray. Then I'm just going to give you a nugget today. And then we're going to have a little more worship before we go home, okay? Because we're here for each other, but mostly we're here to connect with God Almighty. Okay, and there's power. My prayer is that we provide an atmosphere here in this place for the Holy Spirit to do what he wants. Because he can do in 30 seconds what it takes you and I a lifetime. (laughs) So, Holy Spirit, we thank you already for what you've done today, the things we know about and the things we don't know about. God, I thank you for this wonderful church family, this body of believers, this congregation, these ones who are called out of the world and called into your presence. Thank you, Lord, for the love that I have seen flowing from one to another And, Lord, we would embrace each other, but more than that, we embrace you right now. And I just pray that we would be what you've called us to be. And, Lord, in your word we see in the book of Acts the church being born and the church becoming the body of Christ on earth. And so, Lord, as we look at your scriptures, as we look at the word... Let it be life and strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so to bring you up to date, Peter and John were at the te- on their way to a prayer meeting in the temple. A lame man, they end up back at the church. Okay? Uh, while we're on our way, we got to believe that God's going to use us. But in the process, calls to the earth. Amen? So we have to be open to that. But in the process... It'd be great if everyone just jumped up and waved their hands and said hallelujah. There's opposition out there to our message. What? But the school of heart. I didn't take that course in Bible school. But the school of hard knocks has shown me (laughs) that not everybody is going to pat you on the back for sharing the word of God. And there is a spirit of the world... There are evil spirits that we wrestle with, according to Ephesians 6, and according to just walk out there. And there's an enemy. His name is Satan. That means the accuser. And he's always looking to accuse us. And so what happens to Peter and John for doing what God's called them to do? They get accused. And they tell, they get told, don't use that name of Jesus. The enemy's trying to stifle 
what God wants to do and wants to shut you up and shut you down. And he'll use whatever he has at his disposal. And sometimes it's religious leaders. Sometimes it's political leaders. Sometimes it's people in your family. Opposition comes. Confrontation happens. The cross was confrontation with the enemy. Now, we know that God has won the victory already. It's already over. We're on occupied territory, folks. You see, it's like after any war, the war might be over, but the enemy still might be occupying. And there are many occupied places. But what did Jesus tell us to do? Occupy. It's up to us to take it back. God's way, not our way. And they were doing it God's way. They were praying for the sick. They were preaching in the name of Jesus. And in that process, God gave them wisdom to know what to say when. So we need wisdom. We need a couple other things when we come to confrontation. So they spoke the word God gave them to speak, and they went back to the church, and they prayed with the church. That's why we come together. We encourage each other. After being in the world and having confrontation, you know, that's why we have to be so unified, folks. That's why we have to stand together. That's why we have to honor each other, humble ourselves before the Lord, because this should not be a place of confrontation, but churches have become that. Yeah, this should be a haven from all that. Sometimes you get more beat up at church than you do out in the world. I've been there. I'm just saying, read Philippians 2. If there be any, you know, come into you. He goes through a whole list. I'm not going to read it right now, but it's one of my favorite passages. Do as Jesus did. He humbled himself, and then God, God honored him. Okay, so they get back to church, and the church is only a few weeks old by now, you know. A few weeks and a few thousand people. And now, O oh Lord, Acts 4.29. Hear their threats. God is aware of what's going on in your life. God is aware. They are reminding themselves that God hears. When this opposition comes, when this confrontation comes, when the challenges come, we get challenged, folks. Left, right, and center. All right. Hear their threats and give us now, notice he doesn't say take them all away, because that's usually my prayer. <laughs> take it away, Lord. Take me back to la-la land. God, you hear all about this. What do I need? What do I need? What did they need? Give us great boldness in preaching your word. 
a dose of boldness. Strength in the face of opposition. God doesn't always take it right away. He will take it away eventually. David had to confront the giant and speak the word of the Lord in front of all the people to the giant. Sometimes we got to stand up when no one else is willing to stand up. And you got to stand up in your prayer life. You got to stand up sometimes in your family. You got to stand up at your place of work sometimes. Again, wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. But boldness is what we need right now because we are swimming up current. We are. Our society is no longer 100% friendly to the message that we have in our hearts. And this is weird to us because we've all, it's been mom, God, apple pie, American flag, and it's been one and the same. It ain't the same anymore. Now, this is one of the last strongholds, Midlothian, Texas. <laughs> I get to pray for the city council on Tuesday. I get to stand before them. They want prayer. Hallelujah, they want prayer. And we're going to pray as long as we can, but the day will come when we're not allowed or when we're allowed and this one's allowed and this one's allowed. Yes, they're absolutely right. If you put up a Christian sign on a school... The Satanists can put a sign or a statue right next to it. And the, you name your favorite religion you love to hate. And, <laughs> okay, I just choose the Satanists because that's, that's one I can say. Are they here today? Anyway. <laughs> or whatever, whatever version of whatever thingy thing out there that you tend to be worshiping. Okay. That's, our, that's in our Constitution. We have freedom of religion. It's in our Constitution. So, yay. That means we get to meet here. That means if anyone else wants to use this school and it's open, they can use this school. Do whatever bumbo-jumbo they want to do in here. I'm just telling you the truth, okay? But we know we have the truth. And so we need great boldness to proclaim the truth in this society that is becoming increasingly hostile to our message, just like the religious Jews. Jesus was born a Jew, and they were the greatest opposition in the first century. That was a threat. And they needed boldness to speak that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and life. That was blasphemy to that religious group of people. They believed that with all their heart. That was, in, that was a core belief they had. You say you're God, you get stoned outside. There is one God. Hear, O Israel. Okay. And Jesus stood up and said, I am. <laughs> Woo! But Jesus was not stoned. He was not thrown off a cliff. He went to the cross, which was not even a Jewish way to kill people. It was a Roman way of killing people. He went to the cross when God determined it was his time to go according to the mission God had for him. And the apostles, the early church, proclaimed the good news even when they were told, don't speak in that name. 
They did it anyway because they said we must obey God rather than men. They needed boldness. Because sometimes I don't have enough boldness to pray in public at a restaurant. Right? Or when we're with certain people or whatever, you know? But I tell you what, I'm getting more bold and sassy. You know? I just love, I just love. I'm just going to say this real quick. Lenny, we were at his wedding dinner at the Gaylord Texan in full open air. Well, it wasn't open air because there's a glass ceiling about 400 feet up. But he said, I think I'll say a prayer <laughs> over the food. So he stood up and he went, Jesus Christ, we love you. <laughs> we thank you for being here today. <laughs> and that whole room went silent. <laughs> as soon as the name of Jesus was yelled, he got no problem with boldness. All right. That's not me. Oh, Lord. Again, wisdom and boldness. But don't use wisdom as an excuse to pull back on what you're supposed to do. They prayed for great boldness in preaching the word. And then they said, stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. They paid, prayed for boldness, healing, and miracles. That's what's going to speak to this world. As our culture has gone less and less in the direction of what we believe our morals are, they have gone more and more in the direction of believing whatever in the supernatural. And so we can pray and believe, and God can heal whenever, wherever he wants. We need to know when he's moving. And it's the signs and the wonders and the miracles and the healing that's going to be a testimony and a witness to this world. And if it happens in Mexico, it can happen in Midlothian or Memphis or Manhattan or Mumbai or Moscow or Minneapolis. All right. That's where I'm from. And I love this. After this prayer, the meeting place shook. That was a Holy Ghost earthquake. All right? The meeting place shook, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they preached the Word of God with boldness. That's the church. Isn't that exciting? And Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I just like, I'd like to get shaken up sometime, you know. Yeah? God's, do whatever you want, God. Are we all that open to the Holy Spirit that we would say, God wants to shake us up, it's okay? Whatever he wants to do. If it's him, okay, we say no to anything that's not of him. But we don't need to be afraid just because we never experienced it before. Right? Okay. Could you stand up with me? Worship team, come back. Let's just seek the Lord today.